0: I do love the idea of Thrawn having Chiss Chicken Alfredo and then just having the worst diarrhea
1: of his life. <laughs> Start your sublight engines. It's time for Roop Helps Pod Race, a queer Star Wars podcast. Welcome back to another week of chaos. To get us started, I did want to say that we asked for a podcast bingo card and you guys delivered. Um, someone on Tumblr, whose name is Ahsoka-Tano and the O in Ahsoka is a zero, did make a list of fun things that we do a lot. Um, however, we also released a bingo card on our social media, so go there and check it out if you want to play along. It is there. We will post it before this episode comes out, so you can follow it along, but it does work for pretty much every episode. Um, let's get into it. My name is Ollie. You can find me on TikTok at OllieFresh um, and on most social media. My pronouns are they, them, and my gender this week is Newt Gunray's Finsta,
2: what is that called?
1: <laughs> so, like, What's the URL? Uh, so I feel like it must be like Newt Gunray, but it's like, I feel like it's just Newt Gunray.
2: He doesn't know what a Finsta is. No, I think it's- He has Newt- a second Instagram it's... account and he's like, this is good enough for me.
1: No, I feel very specifically that Newt Gunray does have a Finsta because I do, or a Finsta, because I imagine him posting, like, don't hit me up. And then like a picture of Grievous. And he's like, I just hate this man so much. I love the idea of him blocking Grievous being like, he was annoying me. I just feel like all of the Separatists are in on his Finsta, except for Grievous.
3: Mel just dropped Kit Finsta into the chat. Mel!
2: That's my drag name.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jess. You can find me on my social media at kawaii My pronouns are they, them. I almost forgot my pronouns. And my gender this week is uh, Thrawn has prepared (laughs) a dance for you.
1: Thrawn has prepared to dance is literally all I care about.
3: Yes, Jess, Jess, can you explain what Thrawn has prepared to dance for you is? Because we do need the audience's help on this. Can anyone truly okay. describe what that is?
4: <laughs> um. Well, backstory for this, the lore drop is the other night when we were all uh in the Rupalps Padres uh, Discord voice chat again, we were going insane like always which is just the, the normal daily occurrence. And we found a gift of a Thrawn cosplayer dancing and we have not stopped thinking about it since. And so now we just, we need everyone's help to find this Thrawn cosplayer because we'd like to give him credit, but we Claudia went on like a, a deep dive to try and find this person and has not been able to find anything so
3: I emailed this man yeah i i went through like archives of the 501st legion i i went through old facebook pages like uh, we need to find this man he has i commented on the original youtube video being like sir we have to know um please help us find this man please um call me ahsoka tano because i'm looking for grand admiral thrawn baby
0: Claudia has gone full true crime podcaster this is no longer a fucking after show where we talk about the Bad Batch this is Claudia's true crime podcast finding Grand Admiral Thrawn.
1: I well what is the Ahsoka show if not an overly dedicated true crime podcaster um I was gonna say I do believe that the cosplayer got sent to the Chiss Ascendancy and that's why we can't (laughs) find them
3: if the ahsoka show does not have the um the serial music from the serial podcast um i don't want it dave i don't want it my name is claudia with a K. k um my pronouns are she her my username on instagram twitter tiktok is kaludia says k-a-l-u-d-i-a says um <laughs> my gender of the week is bib fortuna's based cousin um this is not a joke this is a real character that exists that we found on our travels on wikipedia um one of saw's partisans his name is beezer fortuna and he is um bib fortuna's cousin um so he's he's a based king and go look him up on wikipedia he looks very cursed he's
1: um, beautiful
3: No, so i know lovely. his name is beezer
2: Shut up, <laughs> i i i know his name is beezer However, I will only think if his name was Weezer and be like, he's in the band.
0: My name is Mel. I use they, them pronouns. You can find me on TikTok at Grunkle Rex. Um, And my gender this week is R7's broken, broken body in victory and death. Oh, no. Yes. I cannot deal with that. Leave that little trash my can baby. man alone. My gender. How dare you? That's how I'm expressing myself.
2: Um, I'm Noah. My pronouns are he, him. You can find me on TikTok at the Jewish Jedi. And my gender this week, because I just got such mom vibes from a certain character, is MILF Echo. Uh, that's what I'm feeling for this I'm, episode.
1: I was going to save this for when we talk about the Bad Batch, but my current my current mood is Echo's the mom friend, Hunter's the dad friend, and Tech and Wrecker are the weird uncles.
2: That's um, super uh, heckin' yeah. valid, uwu. I feel like
3: we've um, said that in a previous episode
1: correct, but I'm doubling down.
2: Oh, okay. I, yeah, I want to bring it to the table. Anyway, um, so before we go on, I do have to address something because this is a podcast with listeners, and I have said some things that have um, hurt some feelings, and I do want to bring some validity to those emotions and sort of talk about them. So the thing is that on this show, I've been very adamantly anti-kit-fisto fucking, and I realized that That's very problematic of me because we live in a progressive era and this is very important to deal with at this time. So I did wanna say that I have recently rescinded my my (laughs) prior opinions and I am now outwardly and proudly pro Kit Fisto fucking. So I'm very sorry to our viewers that I may have hurt with that, but I wanted to formally apologize on our platform uh, to be held accountable for that action.
1: I just wanted to say, honestly, you're so brave for doing that.
2: Thank you. you it know, was really hard to come on here because uh, as a Star Wars TikToker, I'm just so silenced in the media. So I came on my own podcast to talk about how silenced I am. No,
1: no, truly, Star Wars TikTokers are one of the most oppressed classes.
3: Yeah, um, you know, with cancel culture, like, you know, we don't have a lot of, we don't have a lot of opportunities to...
4: Happy Pride, everyone. Happy Pride! <laughs> um uh, that's super heckin valley
1: the woo what in the fucking gina carano is happening here <laughs> fucking let's move on noah is the gina carano if our podcast was the mandalorian no no
2: <laughs> that's no. my gender my gender this week is gina carano
1: <laughs> don't tell her about it she hates gender did you guys like this episode of the bad batch <laughs>
2: this episode left me emotionally unwell damaged, upset, like I I literally like I watched it and I had to pause it at certain points because I could not deal with what was happening on screen which does not happen to me when I watch television so that was a super fun development that I love that happened.
3: I I was gripping my partner's leg so hard they were like can you stop and I was like "Ah, ah, ah." there was a point where I was crying about one thing and then another thing happened and I started crying about that and I was like Hey, hey, can we slow down? This is episode six. Hey,
4: why are stop we it? going so
1: goddamn fast? Um, I will say, let's there's a lot. How about we try to go through it sort of and talk about the goods and the bads? The bads, the bad batch is the only bad here. Um, the first thing we open on this scene in um Sid's bar, and I do love, um, first of all, Echo training Omega with that bow, just. I've said, I love Echo so much that just, but I also love that they were doing target practice in this restaurant, in this establishment. And they were like- You you the fucking door. (laughs) Truly, I'm like, hey, maybe they didn't cover like public safety in ARC Trooper training Echo, but this is not it.
2: I loved that scene so much because, like, I we've said before on this podcast that Echo is most definitely, like, the mom of the Bad Batch. But there's such an, like, an epic mom moment of him literally being like, here's how to shoot someone, sweetie. Go do what you need to do. Like, that was really great. Also, epic Sid moment of her being like, yeah, you want to know how to shoot a bow? Here's how to shoot a bow. Go home. <laughs> like, oh, this is I love her saying. for that
3: about Sid and about like yes is this a show about several men who adopt a child yes but in every episode they have introduced at least one capable woman usually a lesbian um to be like hey kid let me teach you the facts of life (laughs) like every episode this episode it was Sid and Ben Trace and Rafa (laughs) and I I love that element of her being like here's me with my brothers and then a woman coming in and being like all right, let me teach you the facts of life, and it, I just it, it 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 was it was just I love it so much, and the fact that we will probably also get that with Fennec because she's she, she now she's shooting with a bow and the sniper and the uh, I just I can't I can't.
2: Quick poll: Is Sid a MILF? What are our thoughts?
1: She's a wine ant. Next question. Yeah, why-
2: That's super like, heckin' valid. Mean- uwu. Okay, we can move on now.
1: Yeah, why not? I just, the vibe that Sid has. So here's my actually fun theory about Sid. Um, so I said, I believe last week, how we were talking about how are some characters dealing with the fall of the Republic and the beginning of the Empire. And Sid is one of those characters who's at an intersection where we're not really sure what she's going to do because she was saying like, oh, I worked with the Jedi and now the Jedi are gone. Who's she working for? I have an idea. How do we feel about Crimson Dawn because no! one of my one of my TikTok followers, a friend of the pod, Order66Fries, did point out on a TikTok that I made saying that Dryden Voss was modeled, and there is a model for Dryden Voss that was in Season 7 of Clone Wars in the background where he's talking to Maul. And I didn't notice that, and I saw that, and he's like in a hologram, and I'm like, that's exactly the same thing they did with Caleb and Deppa, and they brought them over. And I know it's like, you can't compare it, it's not apples to apples, but- I do kind of think it would make sense for I'm thinking it would make sense if Sid now with this emptiness and again we don't really know who she's getting her jobs from it could be she's working for uh Crimson Dawn and Dryden Voss. um WandaVision 2 Paul Bettany moment let's see
3: um I just want to I just want to say about Crimson Dawn. Maybe this isn't just like oh she's working with Crimson Dawn. Maybe this is how Crimson Dawn comes to power and Maul like builds his empire is where he's like well everything's in chaos and there's a lot of people looking for opportunities and there's people like Sid um who used to work with the whatever are the people that he he like that's that was his strength. He's a good businessman. Um, uh, epic Maul Claudia talks about Maul moment. Um, <laughs> that's epic a, that's
1: capitalist Maul moment
0: no okay um not fucking mall being like hey girly do you want to be your own boss <gasps> mall mlm
1: ml mall mall lm how do you feel about mall lm
4: <laughs> multi-level that. mall
1: scheme anyway I feel the,
2: the temple I Rebels is a pyramid scheme that's <laughs> that's mandal- where he was going
1: I apologize for the person that I am going to become now that you have brought that idea into my head. Girl boss he, Mall, are you kidding me?
3: Wait, he does have the energy of one of those people who ran um, an MLM and then like it got found out and, and and investigated as a pyramid scheme and then it collapsed. And so then he created another one that's like super, also super shady. Savage,
1: <laughs> Savage and, and, and Death Watch were the first MLM that got found out and destroyed. <laughs>
3: all of the other all the other like his recruitment of all the other crime lords was literally him being like hey bestie do you want to run your own business
0: <laughs> okay so yeah that's that's what i'm saying um is that that is mal's whole thing and then fucking bringing ezra in and ezra being like oh like um oh this is interesting kanan should we join this and kanan being like fuck no It's a goddamn MLM. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, Yeah. Also, what I was just going to say, vis-a-vis Dryden Voss, that piece of shit, I hate him deeply sorry um I did just look up because I know some people at the end of the episode when Rafa is having her moment where she's like hey bestie saw some rogue clones um some people are like oh my god could that be Dryden Vos I'm just saying based on his character model from the Clone Wars his fit does not quite match the the person that we see not to say that Dryden Voss only has one outfit but
4: I do like that idea of Dryden Voss having one outfit Fennec only has one outfit. Fennec is wearing the same outfit in Book of Boba Fett or no in the Mandalorian. I'm sorry. She's probably going to be wearing the same outfit in Book of Boba Fett though.
1: I have went through the full range of emotions of like, oh, is it someone, could it be someone, a villain and they just don't know. Could it be Bail Organa? Could it be Ahsoka? I have landed on, I do believe it is Rex because first of all, for those of you who don't know, uh, Trace and Rafa, the droid that they had on their ship, uh, was R7, who was Ahsoka's droid, who is seen in the background of victory and death, as Mel's gender this week would signify. Um, so, what I would think happened is that Ahsoka and Rex split up. Ahsoka said, Hey, here's some people who I know. Go find them. I'm going to go do the Ahsoka novel. <laughs> um, you go do your own thing. Here's R7. He goes, finds Trace and Rafa, leaves. R7 with them while he does his own little Rex thing. Um, and I think that that then also denotes, I literally just before we started recording, watched the scene with that encounter. And the way that Rafa says, first of all, she says, patch him in. So it's a someone who uses he, him pronouns. The other thing is the way that she turned and was like, um, I thought you might want to know like about that we, we found some clones and I know where to find them. The way that she says, like, I thought you might want to know is very much like, it sounds like she's saying that to someone who would have an actual interest in it and not just like, oh, you these people might be useful to you. It's like, hey, this is specifically fits your interest, which very much fits Rex. So.
2: I, I concur with the idea that it's Rex, not only because I cannot keep putting on my fucking clown nose every episode and saying Rex is going to be here, but also because... I've seen some people be like oh it's the Empire and I'm like we know it's not because they directly are like they're gonna make the galaxy better so clearly it's someone that they seem to think is a good person and yeah I I agree with pretty much all of your points Ali because like we talked a little bit earlier before the pod about this fact that like Rex has a really vested interest right now in seeing other rogue clones because I'm pretty sure at like this point in the timeline he'd be like I'm the only one that made it out of this because I don't know how else he would have already figured that out so Except I would say cut. That he's
1: like well, cut yeah, is probably also, like, no I'm saying like I think that's like the only he oh, wait, probably he thinks like cut there. and I are the only two which also yeah. I apologize for dominating this conversation you're good but the thing that a lot of people are saying like oh that's a bale organa fit because you can see the corner of a poncho and I'm saying that's a cut Laquine fit that he gave to Rex because Rex went there first. And the idea of Rex in a Cutler Queen provided poncho is doing things to my brain. I would
2: like to say that I believe Cutler Queen literally has like a single closet and you open it and it's just 16 of the exact same poncho. And Sue's like, I love that for you, honey.
3: I i love this it probably is rex i wasn't listening when i watched the episode and i thought it was ahsoka because i was like white cloak ahsoka and i was also like gay alarm um uh, trace and rafa kept in contact (laughs) with with ahsoka i was like gay alarm but also love the idea that they came in contact with ahsoka and then they were like i am now radicalized um love that um I'm so emotional um epic space Latinos all are in the rebellion moment um but that is also why it's probably it's probably Rex but the idea that Mel and I were talking about about it being Bail Organa sends me into the stratosphere because and this is not I, I just I just feel this in my bones because the only people politically who cared about the clones were basically pad bay and bale and mon mothma probably um so if like right now we just saw like okay what politically in the galaxy is happening to the droids is that was what's happening in this episode um for the next thing to be like oh what politically is going on actually with the with the clones other than like oh they're now training the stormtroopers um you know, if Bail Organa were to find out, like, oh, the Empire is now using them in a specific way, and he would have a very, as he's creating the Rebellion, as we know from our deleted scene from Revenge of the Sith, he would have a very big vested interest in what if there were clones who were either de-chipped or, or didn't, or whatever, he, like, he would want to know that sort of thing. Um, I just, I just, uh, there's, there's a lot of that, and then I, the thought of new father new father bail Organa and new father hunter is I just I can't I can't I can't I can't it, it just it I it sends me into the stratosphere. It's not gonna happen but please God please bail and the bad batch. okay anyway that's I just I just want it to be bail Organa so badly. thank you very much.
4: I I like the theory about Rex and it makes it holds a lot of water in my like books after hearing Ollie explain it. but I also don't think it's Rex and thinks it think it's Bale just because um Rafa seemed very clone racist and I don't know how well she'd be working with Rex. Oh. I'm to be
0: I fair, Bo Katan also is pretty clone racist and she's like, you know, begrudgingly working with the clones. Um and that is also all to say that I also think that because we've already seen that the Bad Batch has retconned some other what we would call like minor pieces of canon we may hold them near and dear to our hearts um but you know I think the film and the television tech tend to take precedence over like you know books and comics um that the idea of Bale establishing a a network of fulcrum type spies not necessarily maybe having the name fulcrum because that doesn't happen until the Ahsoka book which takes place in 18 BBY um I think that would be very interesting in having like Rex there as like a, a, an interloper and specifically focusing in on like figuring out the clone situation um, here. Sorry. Um, let me quick look at my note that I have here. I have a long ass note. Um, yeah. Also, Martez sisters as Fulcrum is very powerful to me. Um, and just like having to get the clone, the fucking tactical droid to figure out how to defeat the clones that just is ringing a lot of bells in my my mind. See?
2: I would also say um, the other thing about Rex, because I, I think it was Claudia that mentioned this idea, um, of, of the idea of like Ahsoka being like, I know and trust this guy, go hang out with him. They might lower their clone racism meter in order to, because cause if Ahsoka's like, you trust me, and I really trust this guy, and he's important to the rebellion, I'm a little busy right now being gay and doing crime, so I feel like you should go hang out with him. They might like view him differently. Um, But also like Mel was saying, like unfortunately the reality about Star Wars being across so many different pieces of media is that like things just get left behind along the way. So that might just be why that change is happening. Cause I love the idea of bail there, but I think more realistically it'd be Rex. Also just because personally, can we hurry up and get some Rex? Like it's time, give me my blonde boy.
3: Crack idea
1: it's Cody the way I was literally waiting to say that until we finished this conversation so I could get a Cody mention in I can't with y'all but I was also gonna say sorry I did finish
0: reading the end of my fucking note I have like a fucking eight paragraph thing of like here are my feelings about this one small concept um Epic
2: video essay moments
0: honestly Mel's video blog won. um <laughs> uh but The whole idea of like them getting that tactical droid to figure out how to defeat clones and Rex working specifically with Bale to like figuring out what the fuck is up with the clones and all that kind of stuff. Also to me, I I think maybe because in Rebels we see that Bale and Rex have some level of like repertoire to begin with. I do think that there's a good chance that like something happens with the Bad Batch and Rex is like actually fuck this. I cannot mentally
1: handle the besties. I'm going to go fuck off with Wolf and Gregor. I actually have, um, this was something I was going to mention when we talk about Wrecker head trauma because, oh boy, did Wrecker do some stuff this episode. Um, Something that I, my theory, working theory right now is that Tech is going to get his little fruity chip detector working. He's going to use it, scan Wrecker and be like, oh, Wrecker's got a problem. And Rex is going to be there and be like, oh, I had that same problem. We got mine removed. Let's do it to Wrecker. They do it to Wrecker. And then then Rex is like, oh, you can figure out what's going on with people huh and rex is like well how about we go find my friends i have intel on where wolf is and i have an idea of where, like oh there's this other guy so they use text device to save wolf and gregor and they're also like oh well while we're at it let's save cody and that one doesn't work
3: hey bestie what the fuck um a part of you were saying like oh it's like something would happen there that would that would cause that trauma that kind of went with like the i I was kind of in that same vein i was like i can't what i can't figure out is like the timeline of this with the ahsoka novel as well and what I was, I was thinking about like what I've always wanted to see in the Bad Batch and then in the Andor series, if Ahsoka ever shows up, I want it to be like, all right, if we're seeing the foundations of the Fulcrum program and her, of her becoming a Fulcrum, um, obviously does that tie in with, do we see Mon Mothma? Do we see um, Bail Organa? Um, Is, is, our Trace and Rafa um, a part of becoming a rebel cell that reports into um, Ahsoka as a fulcrum, uh, maybe, maybe not right now because she's like being gay and doing crime, but eventually they do. But eventually she does. Um, but then I thought about how, like, okay, Wrecker had his little moment, um, and much like with with Crosshair, it's there's going to be something that act that reactivates it again. And I was like, oh, that's going to be um, being near a Jedi. And this is a this is a Dave Filoni joint, guys um in the first episode he he went balls to the wall and in the first episode put caleb doom and this he's it's gonna be they beat ahsoka and then wrecker goes awol and then and then uh and then rex is like hey besties i can't do this or ahsoka is like hey besties i'm purposely going to avoid clones because of the like that whole guilt thing she has of the whole like um uh, um they might be willing to die, but I'm not going to be the one who kills them. Like epic she, survivor's Guild? Yeah, she's going to be like, I'm going to actively avoid them because I don't know if it will it will trigger this in them, even in the ones where it's not working. Um, I, I'm I'm picturing a moment of like Rex trying to kill her, and then it and and that being a reason why then she like goes into the, then she avoids everybody else because obviously she doesn't see Rex for a very long. Like why she wouldn't go visit? even like I know she's busy with the rebellion but like you know what I mean like so there's there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff there um and that was my first thought and now I make myself very sad but also the thought of like Ahsoka because also not okay
1: to be to be fair like talking about Ahsoka and Rex Ahsoka did try to contact Rex and his messages got blocked by a yes one of his special friends. So. Yes,
3: but but also but also yeah. The, it's as yeah. a as as Mel just posted in the chat. Also yes, also it's fucking bitch ass Wolf's fault. <laughs> Fuck Wolf. The well, the other piece of this is this. This is a Dave Filoni joint, but the Clone Wars. The story was not about yes, it was Anakin and the Jedi, whatever. But the story, Ahsoka is the main character. Ahsoka and the clones are the main characters of the Clone Wars. Um, if. That would could and them being the main characters here would continue to make sense. Um, I mean, they they put her in the Mandalorian, um, which they didn't need to. I, I just think it would make a lot of sense.
2: Okay, so I have several thoughts, like too many of them. One, the easiest trauma that I can think that gets Rex being like, never mind, fuck this that he has to murder Cody, which is sad, but makes sense in timeline and Canon. Uh, two, the thing about wrecker head trauma to me and the thing about like seeing a Jedi is so far, this doesn't seem like a very Jedi centric show. And in the same thing that the Mandalorian, like the thing about the Mandalorian was that um, it was Jedi centric because we need to get Gogurt to the Jedi, but there aren't a lot of Jedi in this plot. <laughs> there aren't a lot of like people that need to be involved with that. So I don't totally, like, like I love Ahsoka. But the likelihood of her showing up in this property for those reasons doesn't make a ton of sense to me because like, why? She might be there for Rex, but even Rex is a side character in the Bad Batches story. Like that's not even involved. The other thing about epic Wrecker head trauma, um, I hated everything about that. I physically was like horribly, horribly angry and upset because I knew it was coming, but having to see it and having to hear him say, good soldiers follow orders, was so upsetting. I will get on my higher horse about it in a second because to bounce off of Ollie, I actually see that as a possible vehicle to get them back to Camino because we know that text device can detect the chips. I highly doubt it can deactivate them. So my Heist? thinking is that, huh? Heist? Heist. Yeah, no, sort. Yeah. I mean, and I say that in two veins. One is that Wrecker does end up like g- going back to the Empire, but the other is that they're like, well, shit, we have to go back. Because remember, even if Rex is like, oh, I got mine taken out, they need a specific machine to accomplish that. So either we're going to go back to Kamino, or we're going to go somewhere Imperial that would possess the technology to remove that.
4: Even though I love Ahsoka, I don't think it would be about her. Because yeah, this is about the bad batch, and this is not the Ahsoka show that's coming out later I think the most the Jedi that we have the most likelihood of
0: seeing in this show if any is Quinlan Voss just because we don't know where the fuck he went after the Clone Wars we know that he survived well to our knowledge he survived order 66 I'm pretty sure the re- the the confirmation that he's alive post order 66 comes from like a Darth Vader comic um also Barris yes true um but I think Quinlan Voss just fits in with the The kind of um, Maverick energy that the Bad Batch brings. um, And just like, is one of those characters who is so like, has such a small role in the Clone Wars that they can bring him here and like have him do something and then just fuck off. Um, Additionally, and that's kind of one of the things that I found interesting with the Martez sisters. I was not expecting to see them this episode at all. um, I thought it was
3: going to be Boba when it came with the mask. I was like, Boba! And then she took her mask off.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry the idea of Boba Fett Fett rolling up and being like who the fuck are you who the fuck are you that's that is very funny to me actually now that we've seen the Martez sisters and we've seen where their allegiances lie and kind of like Rafa's whole thing of like where do you stand bitch um which Rafa my beloved girl I've got I've got beef with her but also I respect where she's coming from um I do think I I know I've been pro Finic Finnick um and Omega going off, but I do think that Rafa and Trace, as, as an adopted family for Omega, once something bad happens to the to the the batch, um, is very well possible.
2: I just had a thought that I sort of wanted to put into the world because we've been discussing how this show is going to end and like when that happens. Um, and while I really do hate the idea of the plotline of like each of their chips reactivates one by one, because frankly I think they would get stale really, really, really fast. Um, if the Bad Batch gets ca- captured and or is preparing to be Rogue One, they've sort of set up a large number of characters that Omega could be like, hello, 17 moms, my dads are in trouble. Like all like of them throughout this part of the series. Yeah. It well, pretty much, but like all of them throughout so far of the series have been like here's my, here's my contact information. If you ever want to hang out, just like, let me know with the exception of Fennec so far, but like, she'd be down if you paid her.
1: The other thing, speaking of um, their chips malfunctioning, uh, we had kind of touched on Wrecker head trauma. Um, When Wrecker said good soldiers follow orders, I was deeply upset. But the other thing I thought was very interesting was in case you guys didn't notice, there was a little Crosshair moment there where Wrecker heard Crosshair's voice being like good soldiers follow orders. Hey, what was that about? Because part of me feels like, oh, it was Wrecker. What I think it is, is it's probably Wrecker feeling like good soldiers follow orders and then remembering Crosshair saying that. But it felt so like ethereal. And that's not usually Dave's Mo with that kind of stuff unless it has to do with the force or some actual esoteric thing. Not so- force sensitive.
0: Force sensitive wrecker,
1: force-sensitive
0: wrecker. <laughs> Yes. He the Jedi.
1: wreckers the Jedi, and he's like, "Oh, this is conflicting." <laughs> Big
0: cognitive we dissonance.
3: Said, we already said force sensitive. Uh, we already said force sensitive hunter. So,
2: I I would like to to address that though because I think it was I, I mean. I'm pretty sure it was it was just him being like, oh, hey, Crosshair, I said that the one time. But on that note, um, one thing that I think we have to know with with Wrecker getting his chip activated, which one I'm still confused by, like, did he overpower it? Is he just dormant now? We don't know, or at least I don't know. But um, the thing is, he's never really been the orders guy. And so I think that in part um, he will either have more resistance to it, or it will not activate the same way. Like Crosshairs turned on, and he was like, "Okay, fuck y'all, bye!" Like the literal first chance he got to ditch them, he ditched them, and then he got supercharged in the brain. That's but Wreckers
1: not really that kind of person. No, was that was actually that's- gonna. So oh, sorry, Claudia, go ahead. Oh,
3: no, I just said I was saying that that's very in line with the fact when people point out inconsistencies between how different clones reacted to order six, six, right, the only other clone um, who like actively resisted it and was like get the fuck out um, was Rex. Um, it, my my dudes of the five oh first um no like they're not known for following orders um in in Anakin's little little squad um so it makes sense that uh another clone who isn't really a a following orders sort of type um yeah. it just it's it's very in character if you're saying that for record it also makes sense because that's what happened with Rex
1: anyway that's I, the other that's the other thing I was gonna say though is Crosshair didn't actually ditch them the first chance he got like Crosshair was still yeah, with them that's for what a while. I was gonna say too. Yeah. And and Hunter was like, Hunter knew something was off and they all were kind of like, Hey, yo, you're acting a little weird. And I know that it was really like the first chance he got when they said like, we're not following those orders. But even when that happened, Crosshair was still like, all right, fine. Like you're in charge. I'm cool with that. So it very much makes me feel like I I was talking about this. I think last week, is there a possibility that Wrecker's chip is currently active, but because there's not something directly in front of him that is going against the order it is going to be kind of latent until something triggers it. And I don't know if that'll be more epic head trauma or if that will be more like an interaction with a Jedi or with an actual, like, well known rebel or like well known imperial target. So I, I do think that there is a possibility that it's like, oh, hey, Crosshair's here. And there's going to be like, Wrecker goes back to Kamino with Crosshair while the rest of them are like, we got to go to Onduran. Yeah, to be fair, also, I think an important thing, a
0: distinction to make about Rex is his entire character arc is leading up to that. To that choice of being like, actually, no, I'm going to do the right thing as opposed to what I've been ordered to do. Because yes. like be, the, the deserter episode is the beginning of this, of being like, I am not going to fucking rat out on this man who is just fucking living his life, right? There is
4: something in front of Crosshair, not Crosshair. Oh my God, I'm thinking about Crosshair. No, Wrecker that could activate his chip. It's the fact that the Batch is technically like wanted by the Empire, I'm pretty sure for abandoning Camino.
1: That is also very valid, but I do think there's something there in saying like, I don't want to call Wrecker stupid because I do genuinely think every member of the Bad Batch is kind of smart. Like I do think they all have brain cells. No, they all actually, none of
3: them have brain cells. no i do think so oh my
1: god no i do think i will contest that um i do think they all have brain cells but i think something too about wrecker is in his head he may not process it that way like jess you're i completely agree with that um but i'm just kind of like maybe he just isn't processing that because it's not immediately like it's not like kill a jedi so he's not immediately thinking of it but
2: the the other thing that i was thinking about is that um we saw with Jesse that you couldn't really, like, talk somebody out of Order 66 based off of technicality. Like, Rex tries to point out, like, hey, she literally isn't with the Order, so she's not technically a Jedi. And just like, I don't give a shit. You said she was one, so she is. So to me, it's sort of like, I don't. And the other thing that I was thinking about, too, is at this point, as far as they know, Order 66 has been carried out it's it's no longer the thing... Like, they're following the Empire because of the chips, but I don't know if they're following that order specific.
3: D- uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is Order 66 specifically Go Kill the Jedi, or is it specifically reset them to, to to zero, and you have to follow exactly what I say? Um, Order 66, if I'm not mistaken,
0: sorry, I'm Googling it as we speak. So according to Wikipedia, um was a top secret order identifying all the jedi as traitors to the galactic republic and therefore subject to summary execution by the grand army of the republic the order was programmed duh, 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 during the clone wars oh my fucking god so this god. Is, this
3: is why yeah. this is why that thing you were saying of like oh well the batch is in front of them and Omega is wanted i'm like well that doesn't matter it has to be a jedi mm-hmm.
0: yeah i don't i can't i feel like it was like jedi and jedi like um anyone who's um like harboring jedi or um, users. like uh Force users, or what is it called? God, I'm so sorry. I'm forgetting every word I know how to use, Say in the English language. Jedi um, sympathists. Yeah, accomplice. Sympathizers. sympathizers. Thank you, Jess, for being my brain cell.
2: I was about to say, literally, like they turn on Rex because he defend, because he actively does defend a Jedi. But the other thing that I don't understand fully is like, is it an on-site thing? Like, if you put all the clones in a big black box and you were like, there are no Jedi here, they just like be fine because. I don't know, I will do physically anything to allow Wrecker to be okay because he is my my man and I would defend and die for him. But I, I do think it's gonna, here's my other thing. I, I totally forgot what I was gonna say, but like, here's my other thing. Why have none of them been like, hey, this seems a little suspicious and kind of a problem. Like none of them have an issue with it. Also tech, finish your device. I'm gonna make your pronouns was work.
1: I would say, I do think they would be because you saw the way that Jesse was interacting with Rex. And it was like, he was saying like, let's kill Ahsoka. But he that's was also true. like talking to Rex like Jesse talks to Rex aside from the fact that he wanted to kill Ahsoka and you also see the clones on Kamino talking to the Bad Batch like they're jerks to them but it's like they just seem like regular clones. But see that's where I would actually argue
0: that maybe there is some level of, of reset and maybe it's like your your proximity to Jedi as like your commander or general because on Kamino we also see all of the clones are now just always wearing their helmets and like have completely have lost that part of their identity wherein they are like existing as a person. And they also seem
2: to question that as a problem or an issue I think that's the other like like any any army can be like individuality is canceled but all of them seem not only totally fine with it but they're also like more mean the clones in this show that are not the Bad Batch are significantly meaner than the clones we knew in the clones.
1: This is this is a good question, I think, too. That is something I really wish was covered more in the Clone Wars. We really only see it with the Domino Squad arc. But, like, what is it like to be a clone? What is it like to be a clone in general? What's it like to grow up as a clone? And Domino Squad is the closest thing we see to that. And even them, they are painted as sort of, like, a they're a different kind of squad.
3: Bad Batch so I Child arc. I want to see a I, Bad Batch Child arc.
1: But even then, like, the Bad Batch are special children. So it would have been really nice to, that's my, like, everlasting complaint about-
3: They got bullied in school.
1: That's my everlasting complaint about the Clone Wars is that I would have liked to see more actual clones. And I am thinking now, like Jesse is someone who was like, he knew Ahsoka and he worked with Anakin and that switched and maybe immediately it was okay. But how does that affect him over time? Because if he had lived, like what is, and and this is what I'm thinking. If we see Wolf in the Bad Batch, this is what we're going to confront is Wolf being like Plo Koon's my dad. And then being like, oh, I'm going to kill him. How does that affect him over time? Is there gonna be a point where he's like, hey, why are we thinking that he's an enemy? Like I know good soldiers follow orders. So the question is, does the chip, does Order 66 make them, if you're closer in proximity to a Jedi, do you forget more? So it's like, is Wolf gonna be totally wiped? Would Cody be totally like wiped because he and Obi-Wan were so close and then it's like, you hate him.
3: The issue there is, you know, we're right now we're seeing it through Crosshair who never worked with a Jedi. Um, but we are seeing Crosshair kind of struggle with that, being like, "Isn't this not right?" And then being like, "Oh, so anyway, a war crime." Um, and then, but I, I'm, I also keep thinking about um, who, what's, what's, what's her name? What's her name? Um, oh, Dogma and Slick. Are they like, are they in prison? Like, it ha- has. Has Order 66 activated on them? Were they, again, what was their proximity to a, a, a Jedi? And because they didn't agree with the Jedi and they don't care about them, does it affect them in the same way or, or not? I'd love to see that. Yeah Um,
0: also sorry this is going back to what Noah said a while back um, about like why hasn't anyone said anything about like why the fuck are the clones acting the way they are for most people and I think this is why the clone racism in the show we're so like what the fuck but like for the average person you're not talking and interacting with a clone on a daily basis like order 66 post order 66 clones are how many people went their entire lives perceiving clones Um, in Rebels Kanan has this conversation with Ezra when they meet Rex of being like um yeah the clones like claimed they had a chip in their head and that's why they acted the way that they fucking did but I don't goddamn believe them because I'm Kanan Jarrus and I'm deeply traumatized um and uh, I do think that the Bad Batch is also an opportunity for for them to be the ones to be like hey hey guys we're not in control here can someone
1: do something yeah, absolutely. Cause there's, I'm realizing now Kaden was saying like the clones told us that there was a chip in their head. And unless Kanan had interacted with Wolf, Rex and Gregor, how would the clones have told him that? So it must be <gasps> young Caden. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. Do you guys remember the episode in season? I think it's season finale of season one of rebels where they go to transmit the message from the Imperial building. That's what the bad batch are going to do. And that's how they get Rogue one. <laughs> Hey, also followed by, I, we've been talking a lot about this idea of like, oh, maybe the
0: Bad Batch isn't going to get rogued one. No, the reason that Hunter and uh, Hunter and Omega have not fucking hugged yet is because the one that time that they are going to hug, Hunter is about to fucking die.
1: I <laughs> oh, hate it here so I goddamn you. much. You're I right. I- Dave, that's a Dave Filoni joint. That's a Dave Filoni I joint. Oh, oh, my god anyway that was a fun episode no i'm kidding
2: (laughs) i did i did want to bring up um to add to this idea of like well like not even believing that the clones had chips so like it wouldn't matter um spoilers for for jedi fallen order because this isn't it happens pretty late in the game but there's a there's a whole section of the game you can explore that's a crashed ship and you actually like through cal's abilities are able to sense uh like two other jedi experiencing order 66 And there's this line of dialogue he has where he's like, I don't know why um, the clones did this, but I don't think it would matter if I found out like what the cause was. Cause like they killed my master, they killed all my friends, they murdered my entire culture. Like the thing about his character that I find so fascinating is I would argue that he and Kanan are like the hashtag most traumatized Jedi that we see like working through their shit. But he seems to really be like, look, I don't really care why it happened. They murdered my friends. And I feel like that might be part of that cognitive dissonance of like, you can tell me you were forced to shoot my mom. You still shot my mom. Like, I don't know what you want from me here.
1: I I agree. I think as, I do agree a lot with the idea that Cal and Kanan, Kanan and Cal, if you will, are the, I think they're incredibly similar because both of them were 12 years old when Order 66 happened. Both of their masters died telling them to get out. Um, So I think that's an incredibly helpful insight into how they viewed the clones. Um, There's also a scene in Jedi Fallen Order where you play like in the past and you play right up to Order 66 happening. And Cal is walking through a hallway as a little kid. He high fives a clone trooper. And then like he walks into a room and he goes into the room and the clone troopers are shooting at him and his master. And it's like, he's that's, like, hey, that's what, ju- just what just like happened?
3: The, the non-canon part of the Kanan comic now, which I was getting yeah. up earlier, where you were talking about like proximity to a clone, how does it affect the clones over time? Um, clearly it's equally as strong for um, a, a, a significant amount of time because those two, two clone troopers pursue Kanan for quite a while when he is a child. I don't know how much can- that, that is canon anymore, um, but they pursue him for quite some time. And I remember reading it and being like, wow that that order 66 has some staying power just just because i i want to add some hopefulness here and we were talking about ahsoka and fulcrum and bail organa i for a moment because because that was that was a little bit of hunter's like deserter moment or whatever where it was like this is the start of hunter and the batch maybe like becoming a part of the rebellion i was like maybe Maybe they don't all get their chips uh, activated or die or something like that. Like, maybe this is, the, much like Rebels, maybe this is the story of them becoming an early Rebel cell. Maybe later on they do die, but they die as Rebels. Maybe they go to, uh, maybe they're just chilling on Alderaan.
0: No! They just fucking I explode. Hate it here, so- <laughs> I know, I
3: was... I was joking about them going to Alderaan because we've really we've only been to Alderaan once in the Clone Wars, and it would it would literally wreck me if they went to Alderaan. Um, epic Omega beating Baby Leia moment. It would be very powerful if, like, yes, we have clones that become stormtroopers and then train them, but we also have clones that, um, became the early foundations of the rebellion, and maybe they were some of the ones who died first because obviously they they get old real fast. Um, and it would. be be it it would be it would be a little it would be a little better than them getting i mean getting rogue one they're also rebels but like i i i want i would love for them to be like oh maybe they're one of the first rebel cells that uh that ahsoka uh is fulcrum with um i just think that would be neat
2: i will say this this is probably going to be hopefully my last thought of a wrecker tonight for now um but the other thing that I could see happening in theory, because it seems like his chip might be semi-activated, is we see, um, mom- you know, you know, when like a character on a show is like gets possessed by evil dad or whatever, and then they like go in and out of being like the absolute worst, like they'll punch a child and the- everyone's like, why did you do that? And they're like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like when Chopper got kind possessed of- by
0: a Sith.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's possible that Rucker would have moments of clarity and then have moments of asshole i could see that happening
1: i i agree um (laughs) there was one thing that i wanted to mention that was not order 66 um, because there were a lot of very good parts in this episode and a lot of fun little moments like um you have echo training omega with that bow that was so powerful the one that i thought that we have not talked about yet was when trace is like we need to do something. And Rafa's like, yeah, we need to do something. And Teresa's like, is there an echo in here? And Echo's like, yeah, my name's Echo. And that was incredibly funny. But I'm also thinking, imagine Rafa, if that person that she was talking to was Rex, Rafa calls him and is like, I found these group of clones and I know where to find them. And he's like, oh, what group of clones? She's like, I don't know. But one of them was named Echo. And he's like, oh, it's the Bad Batch. And that's how Rex finds out. Because I would of that love that. St- because of that stupid joke that Echo makes, that's how Rex finds out. He's like, that's something Echo would do.
3: I that I was
2: one that. of the best jokes in Star Wars period. Oh, I,
3: I I yell. I was like, I was like, that's comedy, bitch. Um, I will say though, that wasn't that was one little moment of like especially when Echo was having his little moment with um with Omega earlier. I was like, oh, this is this is Echo being the big brother to Omega that Rex was to him. Um,
1: the Echo and his special blonde, the special blonde people in his life.
3: <laughs> let's uh,
1: let's go ahead. So, do we want to say like, what's up? What's our final thoughts? How would I would say for this episode, there was a lot of lore and it made me think a lot, but I don't think that it was one of my favorite episodes. It was just like a lot to process, I and was I liked the lore, but it was a lot. <laughs>
2: I would be, I would say that I liked how it moved the plot along really strongly, but it made me very, very upset. So it's like a mid-range for me. Would I rewatch watch it? No. But it was fun.
3: Yeah, this would go around a 7 or an 8 for me. Like, quality, good. Rewatching it is gonna require
4: some therapy. I mean, I liked it. We got a lot of good lore and things happening with Wrecker. And by good, I mean bad. But, uh, Rafa really pissed me off, so I wouldn't rewatch. It.
1: Mel and I were having that conversation in the very much, like, I like Rafa because I do like a woman who's allowed to be mean and kind of rude, and I do feel like Rafa, like, Rafa is kind of mean, and I do like that. I like that as a character, but there was a point where she was just, like, being mean to Hunter. She's like, oh, you want to, like, oh, you... I saved you and he's like literally no you didn't but okay um that was was powerful
3: it was giving me the epic mall and Ahsoka um WLW MLM animosity moment like it was this vibe
0: yeah I think to 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 put a bookend on the end of this conversation about this episode um that like I have a very confident complicated relationship with rafa with the martez sisters because on one hand i really do enjoy them very much so but i know that they get a lot of like hate and a lot of it is just like a combination of racism and misogyny um but like honestly we need more complicated women in star wars um and rafa martez you may be on my shit list but i still do respect you
4: I just wanna say, yeah, if anyone um, were to insult Rafa, I'd I'd come to her defense. <laughs> Even if I don't like her, I'd be like, hey, absolutely. Shut the fuck off.
2: Correct. That's super heck and valid,
1: Uwu. Happy
3: pride, happy pride to the um Trace and Ahsoka shippers as well. Happy True. pride to you all. Cause we we really we were we're winning.
1: Happy- also pride to Rafa Martez. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Also, um Rafa X Bo Katan win. Oh, I do yeah. want to do
1: Cody watch?
4: Um, Cody Watch is uh, I know where he is He's at Pride So let him be happy over there for now If he shows up in the Bad Batch later That's cool But right now he's enjoying Pride With his boyfriend Obi-Wan That's Cody Watch update (laughs) But the uh, correction from last week's episode Is we thought uh, Bolo Voiced by Liam O'Brien Was the Zygerian slaver But uh, no At the end of this week's episode So I saw Liam O'Brien was (laughs) listed in the the cast again as Bolo (laughs) and uh, the tactical droid and that made me feel like a visceral reaction because I was like, what the fuck? Who the hell is Bolo? (laughs) I thought we figured out who Bolo was, but no. Then I did some some deep diving and found um, his IMDB and the (laughs) the listing for it was uh Bolo is the Etherian in Sid's uh little bar at the beginning of the episode who they're placing bets on if Omega can shoot her bow or not and he's very supportive. He's like, Yeah I think she can shoot the that bow. So I I respect Bolo. I stand Bolo now.
1: Maybe maybe this podcast is, is pro critical. <laughs> Um, I was also gonna say the Zygerian's name is Rainy or Ranny so just a fun little fun little correction corner.
0: Also followed by I do like the idea of this becoming um instead of Cody watch we get Bolo watch because at least Bolo has showed up in an episode.
4: Bolo showed up in more episodes than Cody. I hate Bolo if he's gonna replace (laughs) Cody. (laughs) Hey y'all, it's
0: Melon Post cutting in before we enter the more cursed part of the podcast, uh, name that ship and the like. Uh, first off, I don't know if we ever formally said it, but happy pride. Um, we make a lot of jokes on this podcast, uh, but I want to sincerely tell you that we are so happy that you're here. Um, pride means a lot of things to a lot of different people and to uh, us here at RuPaul's Pod Race, pride is about celebrating our community in all facets of the past, present, and future. LGBTQ people are three times more likely to be jailed, and for many, bail is not an option. This week, we'd like to show our support and encourage yours to the LGBTQ Freedom Fund. The LGBTQ Freedom Fund pays bail to secure the safety and liberty of folks in US jails and immigration facilities. We talk a lot about how the first Pride was a riot started by black and brown trans sex workers in response to unnecessary and more often than not violent policing, Uh, which isn't to say that the act of policing isn't inherently violent, but I I digress. Uh, But we have to remember that this is not something that lives in the past, but something that lives here in the present and will continue to unless we do something about it. Uh, This is all to say I urge you to join me in supporting the LGBTQ Freedom Fund this month. Not only does the fund secure bail for community members, they also do work as advocates and educators to mobilize the public and policymakers to address the disproportionate impact of incarceration in the queer community. Please consider, if you can, a donation to the LGBTQ Freedom Fund. The link to their site is in the show notes. Happy Pride, and may the Force be with you.
3: So on last week's Name That Ship, we read a crack fic. We knew it was a joke the whole time. It had been sent to me um, on and on on Tumblr. I found out later that it was one of our lovely listeners who sent it um, on and on. Um, And it was also a TikTok mutual of mine. I just want to give a shout out to the author of that fic because chapter three of Captive Directions um, has updated and um, I'm sorry, Captive Directions, a freak story has updated and um with a special dedication to special thanks to claudia mel ollie jess and noah the true captive directions um i also last week um this is obviously a parody of the one direct uh sold to one direction um fanfic trope joke situation um which um it is also a reference to a specific actual real panel from a star wars comic that is um yoda in chains on the ground and someone saying welcome to your new home freak another Um, important thing to note about this panel is that yoda's fat cake
1: ass is in the middle of the panel it is like the first thing you see Hey, bestie! I never want to hear that phrase ever again. I wish I well, didn't have to I, say it, but it's true. It's exactly what's I in do the I do need image. to
2: note that also. His nasty little toes are also in frame. <laughs> I can't
0: get
1: through saying that. I will. We are going to put this in the image that we post our bingo sheet in on our Instagram you will be able it will be in the same gallery so you can swipe over and you'll see the picture of which we are referring to
2: um so it's time for name that ship the segment of our podcast where one of our esteemed toasts will bring a fic to the table and they're gonna read us the tags and we try to guess the ship not the actual fic and i believe that jess has a fic to present to us first tonight
1: and um as per usual please do not go and bother any of the people who write these this is all in good fun please be kind
4: And we're not um trying to make fun of these authors who write them because fanfic um writers are the backbone of society i truly believe that (laughs) yeah anyway here's the here's the fic i have i did read these tags to mel and ollie the other night but i did not tell them the ship because i said they'd have to figure out the ship with you two claudia and noah when um we got to recording so here, this, is, here we go.
1: Oh, this has haunted me. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm uh, excited. I'm ready to go.
4: It's rated explicit. It um, It is That's called a bad stat, Look love. Only at Me. What is yeah. it called? <laughs> Look Only at Me. Oh, no. Let's so. hear the tags. Okay. So, the tags are um i'll I'll start with the the relationships without saying um it's character a slash character b and then orson krennic slash character a past original female character slash character a minor thrawn slash character a and thrawn slash maximilian veers Okay, the character A, Orson Krennic, character B, Thrawn, Sheev Palpatine slash Darth Sidious, um, Tonin Antonio Moti. I don't know how to pronounce that last name, Moti. <laughs> Maximilian Veers, then additional tags are jealousy, possessive behavior, age difference, power play, how do I tag, slow burn, um, old men being emotional dicks, Krennic, the human disaster. Sexual fantasy. Kind of foot fetish, maybe? Who knows? First love. Kissing. (laughs) Non-consensual kissing. Choking. The abuse of force powers. Past relationships. Sex. Help me tag. Please. Just suggest what should be tagged. Implied slash reference. Non-con actions. Just touching, really. Creepy Palpatine. Also, Thrawn totally is plotting like always. Poor Motti worries too much. Also, artificial children. Okay, no Empreg, so chill.
2: Okay, That's okay, me. okay. So I have a question immediately. Um, yes. Is are any of the characters Darth Vader?
4: Yes. Oh. Is it Darth character A? Vader is it Tarkin? Is character B. Oh. Is character it A is Tarkin? Tarkin slash Anakin. Yeah. Not Tarkin Ken.
2: Oh wow! Wait, and they have artificial (laughs) kids, but it's not (gasps) mpreg I guess. What does that mean?
3: (laughs) No, I don't read it. Wait, wait, wait! Can you read us the fake summary, please?
2: Are they clones? Oh, I want to know now.
4: Oh my god! Okay. okay, Um. Yeah, I can read the the summary if I can.
3: I hate that we got this in one try. I. Hated. you
2: people have seriously rotted my brain because my literal first thought was like oh it's gotta be Tarkin obviously because Krennic wears the divorce poncho in fucking <laughs> Rogue Oh yeah I was
4: like
3: Krennic I was like oh I was like, Ooh. Okay, I was like, so- is somebody force sensitive whatever and then I was
4: like eh, it's gotta be Tarkin man so uh, the summary is oh Anakin you are still a terrible liar spoke Tarkin what? weekly Orson felt his mouth go slack. This was not going the way he expected it to. This does have 7 chapters and 50,039 words.
1: 50 I'm so sorry. What? Is it com- is it completed? But
4: it was last <laughs> No, How many it's chapters not, are and finished it last updated in 2018.
3: So the one that I have now it is from Wattpad, um which I am less familiar with than ao Please bear with me. Um, I found it because someone did make a TikTok about it and was like, huh? Um, okay. Um, I, I do believe it is serious. I'm, I'm not sure. I may need help navigating Wattpad. Bear with me. Um, I guess I should start with the tags. Wattpad's um, tagging
0: system isn't quite what AO3s is. Do you it's, want me to step it's... in as a producer and look at this fic to see if I can help you?
3: I'm sorry that Mel doesn't get to have the, the shock of
0: It's the for the thing. better. It's for the better. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> saw it. Oh, my fucking
1: God. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, you oh you my fucking God. Out. Oh, out. I'm literally so scared oh because Mel God and I God. have seen some. We've been through some things. We've seen some yeah, stuff. Yeah, but
4: you're not on <laughs> Wattpad.
0: To be fair, actually, the podcast does have a Wattpad account that I created for the specific purpose of finding fa- fanfic. A Let me see. Is... <laughs> yeah, obviously. Okay. I found the tags. Um. It's, I can send you. The,
3: it's the ones under the Creative Commons attribution part, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, those okay, are okay. The, all
3: the tags. All
1: right. This fanfiction being licensed under a Creative Commons <laughs> attribution license.
3: Um, all right, so this is on Wattpad. Um, it is ongoing. Um, I don't believe that these have ratings on Wattpad. Correct me if I'm wrong. The tags are Disney, Character A, Enemies to Lovers, <laughs> Fanfic, Fanfiction, um, Franchise of Character A, Hot, Character B, love otp romance ship star wars um the the name of the fic is <laughs> broken but there's a there's parentheses around the okay in the middle of
2: broken oh wow
0: <laughs> it's a
3: lot
2: oh, wow um,
3: it has original a photoshop art
0: um is it I don't i don't think it's serious now that i've read the summary. I don't
3: think it's I,
0: serious. I, 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 yeah. Um, that being said, it might okay. be the my new OTP. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is this is this a Star Wars character and a character who's not from Star Wars? Yes. Yes. This is and a crossover fic, but they are, it, but it is. Is it? it is is it
2: Chopper? Is it Chopper X Mickey Mouse?
0: No. No. It is a sequels character. No! 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 Don't give
3: them that! Don't they have to ask questions? Okay. Is it Rey? No. Is it Ben Solo? It, Yes. Kylo is Ren. it Ben
2: Solo, yes. x Mickey Mouse?
3: No. What's oh, the other God. franchise with just Disney? Okay. Also, we've had another to- Disney property. Is it Marvel? No, it's not Marvel.
2: Is mm-hmm. it a princess?
3: Yes. Well, is actually. Is it Rapunzel? No.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay, so it is a princess, though, right? Is it right? Elsa?
3: Yes. Yes!
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs>
3: Um, and Elsa. If you guys would like me? to, if you guys would like to click on, I'm, click I'm, yeah, on the, link to send, the link that right I go look sure at the art. Know. Make sure I, you guys,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, besties. Um, I'm gonna describe what <coughs> I can, like the best I can, what this photoshopped art looks like. It's basically the first frame is an image of Adam Driver's Kylo Ren and an image of Elsa from, I believe, Frozen 2, (laughs) photoshopped, like, right up their nuzzling noses. Then half of that, the bottom half of the image, is Kylo Ren in the shirtless scene from The Last Jedi, and Elsa crying.
0: Hey, besties. um, I did go to um, chapter, what is this, fucking chapter four of it? Um, And there's a video that is... um, uh Wattpad has this funny feature where like you can like embed videos and pictures into your fan fiction, right? Um, and in this um fan fiction, they have decided to embed a video called Elsa's
3: Feet the Musical. Hey Bessie, I can't do this today. <laughs> you can't do this today. Bold words from the, the person jipotus. who brought this. <laughs> you made yeah. us look at this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey guys, um, this it's supposed to be Pride Month. And this feels like a saw trap. So and sorry.
3: It- I don't know. I brought Wattpad into this.
1: Guys, my fucking- You're the fucking jigsaw of this goddamn podcast. <laughs> Guys, thank you all for sticking with us through that. Um, I did want to say it's been one month since we published our first episode. And the support that we have received has absolutely blown us away. This is something we decided to start just for fun. And the amount of support we have gotten is crazy. Um- I did want to go ahead and read a couple um, people who've left us reviews on Apple Podcasts, which we always appreciate. It helps us out a lot. So thank you to uh, Not So Bad Batch, Hearsay for Fun and Profit, um, Sleepy One, Fall of Cheeto Man, Yu-Gi-Oh Girl, uh, Mac and Cheesable, and Doc Breaker for your reviews. We read all of them and we truly appreciate your kind words it means the world to us that we get to do something like this and that we can give people something to listen to that they enjoy and especially right now during pride month it's nice to have you know it's nice to see that we're making a difference um at least for some people um but yeah if you would like to hear your name in the podcast please leave a review you know we will be reading them off going forward Um, So thank you so much for joining us for Roop Helps Podrace. Episodes drop on Sundays. For updates, more cursed shit, follow us on social media. We're at Roop Helps Podrace on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And as I said earlier, if you've got time, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast. It truly helps us a lot. We will see you next week for another episode. May the force be with you. And don't criff it up. Waka waka. Waka
4: waka. Waka waka. Waka fucking waka. (laughs)